everyone. Welcome to Every Great Adventure Begins as a Dream. I'm your host, Donna, a baby boomer and somewhere in the vicinity of a senior citizen. Although I've traveled a lot, there's still a lot of world out there for me to see. Since I'm not getting any younger, I've got to keep going to see as much as I can before I can't. So let's dream together and plan your next great adventure. Today's episode, why it's important to have travel insurance. The global pandemic is waning, travel is moving back on your radar, and now you're wondering, do I need to have travel insurance? And the answer, a resounding, that depends. The things to consider are, how much are you spending on your trip? What amount of the trip cost is non-refundable? How much money can you afford to lose? What's your current state of health? And think about the health status of your immediate family, those that are not traveling with you. What's the probability that something will happen to you while you're traveling? And here's a hint, the older we get, the higher the probability. And lastly, what does your existing insurance cover? I'm talking about your current auto, home, and medical policies. Just like with any other insurance, travel insurance seems like a waste of money until you need it. I'll say the reason I initially began purchasing travel insurance was because of my elderly mother. I was her primary caregiver and had durable medical power of attorney for her. I knew if anything happened to her, I'd need to be with her. I would have to either cancel or interrupt my trip. Most people don't think about purchasing travel insurance because of an ill or elderly family member, but I offer the question. If you were on a vacation and your child, mother, father, or sibling became seriously ill, would you change your plans and return home? Most people I know will answer yes to that question. I know from many baby boomers, your parents are still living and are getting up there in years. This should definitely be a consideration. Don't forget, the older we get, the more likely we are to become ill while traveling. It's happened to Art and I. While we were on a trip in Italy, Art developed atrial fibrillation. He never had it before. As a result, he ended up in the cardiac care unit of a hospital in Rome for three days. And by the way, health care in Italy is free if you're an Italian citizen. We did receive a bill for arts care, and I was very glad we had travel insurance. On another trip, Art ended up in the hospital in Greece for a night. He was having difficulty breathing. There was a swine flu outbreak at the time, and since we had just come off a cruise, they were worried he might have it, so they put him in isolation. It turned out to be just bronchitis. Let me just say... Art's stays in foreign hospitals were an eye-opening experience. The conditions he was in ranged from neglectful to appalling as compared to U.S. standards. I won't go into the details here. I could spend the rest of this podcast just talking about that. I'll leave it at I'm ever so grateful for the medical care we have here in the U.S. My point is, although we don't expect it, things do happen while we're traveling. It's up to us to be prepared, and travel insurance is an important part of that. I'll bet you're wondering, what's the best travel insurance company? Everyone wants an easy answer to this question, and again, it really depends. There are a lot of travel insurance providers out there, and you'll find they all have their pros and cons. Some cover items that others don't. You can always check out the companies online to see what others think of them. But I'd say you're probably safe with any of the three major players, AIG Travel Guard, Allianz, and Travel Insured. You'll also see familiar names like Nationwide and John Hancock, which are both reputable insurance companies. 
As for when you should purchase travel insurance, the optimal time is when you make your initial purchase or down payment for your trip. That will provide you with the most coverage. For instance, some insurers provide coverage for the financial default of suppliers, but only if the coverage is purchased within 7 to 14 days of the initial travel purchase. And if you need pre-existing medical condition coverage, that's another reason to purchase the insurance at the time of the initial travel purchase. Some insurance companies require you to purchase the insurance at least by the day your final payment is made. You can purchase travel insurance up to the day of travel. Although the cost will be lower, the benefits will be reduced. Perhaps you're wondering what exactly is covered by travel insurance. This is one area you're going to need to investigate carefully before you make your purchase. Not all insurers cover everything. You need to know what your priorities are and make sure you purchase the appropriate coverage. The only way to know exactly what's covered is to read the policy before you purchase. They're available online. Find the areas you are most concerned about to make sure they'll provide the coverage you need or want. For instance, Allianz covers financial default of the travel supplier, but only the suppliers they have on their list. That list is available when you review the policy. Do you need pre-existing medical coverage? There are restrictions to that as well. For instance, you must be medically able to travel at the time you purchase the plan. You also need to purchase the plan within a certain time period of the initial payment on your travel, usually within 7 to 14 days. If you're more worried about baggage loss or delay, pay particular attention to the dollar amount, what is required to make a claim, and the length of time the luggage must be delayed before you're able to file a claim. Some companies have minimum baggage delay time of 12 hours, others 24. If you're worried about misconnections, again, read the details. In most cases, the misconnection must be a result of a weather incident. This means if the delay was a result of equipment failure on the aircraft, the insurance won't provide coverage. If equipment failure is the cause for the delay, the insurance companies feel it's the responsibility of the airline to make up for it. I know there was some controversy when the global pandemic first hit, so you may be wondering what about coronavirus coverage? If I recall correctly, most policies stated they wouldn't cover any claims related to such an occurrence. There are many types of claims that travel insurance policies don't cover, so it's up to you to determine which policy will provide the best coverage for you and your circumstances. Many of the insurance companies now do provide coverage for coronavirus under their regular medical coverage. Again, each policy is a little different. Most often, the coverage requires that one of the travelers actually have the virus. Make sure you understand the coverage provided in the policy before you purchase it. Now, is it necessary to buy travel insurance? Wow, in the past, I would have said that was a blanket no. Since the global pandemic, some countries now require you to have proof of valid medical insurance that will provide coverage for COVID-19 while you're traveling. There are very specific details for this coverage, and it varies from country to country. Before you plan any foreign travel, double-check what the current requirements are to enter the country. In addition, there are a few countries, including Jamaica and Aruba, that require you to purchase medical travel insurance from them before entering the country, even if you can prove you already have medical coverage. Check with your travel agent or the country and destination to which you're traveling to make sure there are no additional requirements prior to your visit. As travel starts to resume here after the global pandemic, the requirements of your destination may change quickly and frequently. 
it's imperative that you monitor these requirements up to the date of your departure. So, my fellow boomers, are you on Medicare yet? I hope you realize that Medicare does not cover you when you're traveling outside of the U.S., under no circumstances. If you have some type of Medicare Advantage plan, check to see if it provides coverage during international travel. Many do. If you're not yet on Medicare, check to see if your current medical insurance provides coverage while you're traveling outside the U.S. I recall that at one time, the coverage we had through Art's employer, a major pharmaceutical company now, didn't provide such coverage. You're probably wondering if it's worth it to even buy travel insurance. For me, the answer is yes. I know I've filed claims in the past and most likely will need to file a claim again in the future. You've just got to decide if it's right for you. If you're traveling domestically, it may not make financial sense to purchase travel insurance. Check to make sure your current medical insurance will cover you while you're traveling. If you'll be renting a vehicle, make sure it's covered by your auto policy. Remember to include the cost of non-refundable flights and cancellation penalties into the equation. The more expensive the trip, the larger your potential loss. You just simply need to determine the point at which the benefit outweighs the cost. You might be thinking travel insurance really sounds expensive. There are numerous variables that go into the cost of travel insurance. As with all insurance, the larger the risk, the higher the cost. Ages of the travelers, cost and length of the trip are the primary factors. To give you an idea, I priced out the cost of insurance for an 18-day South American cruise for Art and I, with the cost of travel being just over $9,000. The total cost of insurance was $1,035, just a bit over 11% of the cost of the cruise. I also priced out insurance for an 18-day self-drive tour of Ireland, with a cost of travel just over $4,600. The insurance on that came up to $434 or just over 9% of the cost of the trip. So if you just plan on the insurance costing about 10% of the total trip, you should be in the ballpark. Remember, Art and I are both in the senior category. If you're one of my listeners who's not a baby boomer, your insurance costs will most likely be lower. Some people wonder if you can fly without travel insurance. Of course, there's no requirement to have medical insurance to fly. However, as I mentioned earlier, some destinations may require you to show proof of medical insurance before you're permitted to enter the country. Again, this is another part of the global pandemic. Are there disadvantages to travel insurance? Of course. The biggest disadvantage is that some of the claims can only be made under very specific circumstances. For instance, baggage delay claims must meet time requirements, which can range anywhere from 12 to 24 hours. One thing I'd like to point out most travel suppliers, such as cruise lines and tour companies, offer you the ability to purchase travel insurance through them. You need to be aware that if you purchase travel insurance through the travel supplier, for example the cruise line or tour company, it does not cover financial default of the supplier. There are several different avenues where you can purchase this travel insurance. Your travel agent is a great place to start. Most likely, your travel agent will offer you some form of travel insurance or protection plan to go along with your purchase. If you want, you can always go online and purchase your insurance. There are several websites that offer travel insurance from a variety of companies, insuremytrip.com, travelinsurance.com, and squaremouth.com. Not all insurance companies can be found on these sites. For instance, I most often purchase travel policies through Allianz, but they do not participate in any of the aforementioned websites. However, you can find them at Allianz.com. I'll put links to all these websites I just mentioned in the show notes. 
So why is it important to have travel insurance? Just as before the pandemic, families are affected by illness and tragedy every day. As we and our parents get older and our families expand, we're at increased risk of bad things occurring. Stuff happens. It's just a fact of life. Once you retire, you might find yourself traveling more frequently and for longer periods of time. The more you travel, the higher the chances you'll eventually make a claim on your travel insurance. Let's face it, insurers are in the odds business. They're betting you won't need to file a claim. You're betting you will. Most often, the insurance company wins. But when the occasion arises and you do have to file a claim, you'll be ever so glad you have it. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you did, be sure to share it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. For more inspiration, visit my website, everygreatadventure.com, where you can also read my blog and see my travel photos. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as Every Great Adventure. I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email. My address, Donna at EveryGreatAdventure.com. Until next time, keep dreaming of your next great adventure.